everyone. Welcome back to Paranormal. I am your host, Marie Adaranti, and joining me today on the podcast is a very special guest. So special. My, one of my best friends, Chad Brown. There's no applause, so it seems weird <laughs> being introduced to just like dead air. I know. And, and we've, I'm having like the weirdest thing of deja vu right now. Like we've, <laughs> we've been here before. I don't know why. It, it could. I have an idea of why you might yeah. have deja vu. Let me. Why don't we tell the people at home? To the, let's tell the people. <laughs> the people at home. Oh, I'm really having deja vu. Yeah. So Chad and I had already recorded this podcast and we'd started we were about 15 minutes in i was gonna say you're exaggerating and my garage band did this weird thing i looked down at my computer and i saw the little garage band icon bouncing and i was like fuck what just happened it all of a sudden stopped recording (laughs) and then i was like oh shit like we have to just pick up where we left off let's see what the last thing is that we said and we realized that the recording sounded really really bad so then doing our going through some research and troubleshooting we realized we were recording through the computer mic and not my other mic which is far superior so we had to start it over however now there was there was an existential crisis going on inside of me because there was there was something that happened during our while we were recording we can recreate it but we're not recreating (laughs) so what i did was i saved that track because a paranormal happening happened occurred (laughs) while we were recording somebody closed one of my cupboards in the kitchen or some or something closed one of my cupboards in the kitchen (laughs) and we actually picked up the recording and chad is a huge skeptic yes but you heard my cupboard door close I, I, and then you went and I conducted heard. research. <laughs> you went into my kitchen yes. <laughs> to see if you could make the same sound, and you indeed made enough. a similar, extremely similar sound. I, I will say, when I closed the cupboard, there was like a bounce. It did like yes. a double bounce. Okay, but if you had just if you closed it without yeah, letting maybe, go of it, maybe, maybe it would have been the same sound. But you let go of the handle before the door hit the wood. Could be. Could be. Right. Yep. Anyway, so what I'm going to do then right now is play that little excerpt for you. Yeah. Right, right. Right now. 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 Someone, I like this. I like to think that someone was trying to stop me from leaving right then to prevent a... Did you hear that? It was a ghost. Did you... All (laughs) the animals are in this room, are they not? I didn't hear that. I don't think that was... Like, the house is creepy, man. No, that was one of my cupboard doors closing. Oh, was it? Yeah, that's the oh. sound of one of my cupboard doors. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it for reference. Fuck my life. <laughs> Chad's going to do it for reference. Stop. Oh, my God. I got goosebumps. I've got sage. Don't worry. Okay. Did you hear it? <laughs> <laughs> I hope I hope it picked up. Did we listen? To, do, do, yeah, did it we definitely listen back did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I definitely heard it. I was like, oh my God. Fuck. Great. Well, they're back. I'm going to have to sage the house. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Which is good, though, because um, halfway through the lumberjack story, <laughs> I... you've ruined it for everyone. <laughs> they don't know it yet. <laughs> yes, I know. I know. But I, I came up with a better, a better title. A better for, joke for to the, make? No, no, no. A better title for the story. 
Okay, so first things first, I have to retell my very cool experience that Victoria and I had Starbucks. in Starbucks. The Starbucks. Also, I wanted to experience. I so a lot of my friends don't well, like most of my friends don't listen to this podcast. They're just like, oh, Marie's doing something again. I've only listened to maybe two, and two or three. Chad <laughs> was amazed to find out how many fans I actually have. I was like his friends were like, oh, you're going on your friend's podcast? How many listens does she get? He's like, oh, no, a couple hundred. hundred probably. No, I get a few thousand okay. per episode. A so few, let's no. check. <laughs> That's not what you yes. said. A few thousand happened the one time. On, on like oh, you're right. Yeah. A couple thousand yes, then. Couple thousand. On average, a couple thousand. Which is still impressive. I'm not like yeah. diminishing your... A few and a half it's, on one it's, episode. It's neat. It's super neat. Which was, I'm pretty sure, the demon episode. So people like demons. Oh, people like demons. Yeah. Anyways. So then I had obviously had to tell him my story of when I was made to feel like a real life celebrity. So I was, Victoria and I were on our way to work. We were working a 12 to 8 shift. We stop at Starbucks on our way to work. Speaking of Starbucks, is there more coffee? Uh, I don't know, but go ahead. Yeah, no, it's fine. Um, So we go to Starbucks and we're in line and then we're waiting for our coffee. Starbucks barista calls my name, Marie fucking caramel macchiato for this bitch and then i hear somebody go um excuse me because we're still waiting for victoria's order and i turn around i'm like yep and she goes are you do you have a podcast like she's like this is gonna be weird but do you have a podcast and i was like oh my god so victoria fucking whips around and she goes oh my god yeah she does we do we have a podcast and i was laughing i'm like yeah, that's us. And she's like, oh my God, the one about ghosts. Yeah, that's the one. So she listens to the podcast. Her name was Ashley. And she said to me, she recognized my laugh because Victoria had made me laugh earlier. And then when the barista called my name, she realized it was me. And then she told us a ghost story. And Victoria was obviously super excited. Because I was like, this is Victoria, my co-host. And Victoria just like loves when I call her my co-host. So (laughs) adorable. So anyway, she told me this ghost story. So she, uh, her and her mom lived on this like, her and her family lived in this farmhouse in Whitby, an old farmhouse. And her mom used to always have the cupboard, the cupboard doors would always be open in the kitchen. Weird that my cupboard door closed. Right? And you were already on like the second story when... Oh my God. And you was like, oh, yeah, you want to use some cupboard doors? Cupboard doors closed. You some cupboard doors closed? Oh my God, <laughs> Chad. That's funny. Okay, That's funny. so <laughs> her mom would get pissed because the cupboard doors weren't closed and nobody would admit that it wasn't them. But everyone was like, it definitely wasn't me. So then one day, Ashley's sick in the basement. She's lying on the couch and there's an old wood-burning stove in the basement. And she looks up and there's a little boy sitting there on the stove. So she tells her mom about it. And her mom's like, okay, you're fever. You're having fever dreams or you're delusional or you're making it up. But like her mom just straight up didn't believe her. So then she had a little brother. Her little brother was about 10 years younger than her. And so I think she said that when she was 17, she moved out of the house. So the kid's like seven years old and uh, he starts having these dreams or he starts basically at nighttime he starts yelling, his mom starts waking up to the sound of him yelling, shut up, telling somebody to shut up over and over again. So she asked the son and he said, it's a little boy that keeps wanting to play with him and he keeps waking him up. So the mom gets super pissed at Ashley and she's like, 
why are you telling him these stories? Blah, blah, blah. And the girl's like, listen, like I would never tell my seven-year-old brother a story like that. I would just would never do it. So um, the mom then decides she's going to call some paranormal investigators. They come to the house. They also did historical research on the property and found out that that the house they lived in used to be an orphanage back in the day in Whitby. It's like like the old poltergeist story. Yeah. I always like, when every time I think of these like paranormal investigators, and it's going to be funny if they're like watching or (laughs) watching, listening. (laughs) (laughs) The people are watching something, I'm sure, but listening to this podcast. Like, what the fuck? Like, (laughs) Like on TLC, like, Every one of those, like, TLC shows is like, okay, we're going to go in here and see what we find. And you hear some guy in the background just, like, drop something. He's like, oh, did you hear that? Like, <laughs> hear that? And, and they never end up finding anything, usually. And it's just a big, like... Well, what are they going to find? Nothing, because, I don't know. <laughs> you just heard my cupboard door close. Yeah, I know. But that doesn't mean anything. And all and of my I, animals I were see, in this room. I didn't see the cupboard door close. So. I literally looked, too. I was like... My dog's here. My one white cat was like over there, and my black cat was on the blue chair there. Yeah, I don't know. They were all in here. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. I just anyway. think those shows are funny because like there's like nothing happens. My favorite <laughs> part of those shows is when they get EVPs, electronic voice phenomenon. Where you hear in the background just like, yeah, they're like, get out. Do you never hear anything like yeah, that? Yeah, you do. They'd be like, oh, it kind of sounds like get out. And then like, no. be like a, a, a thing that goes like, whoa, whoa. No, no. <laughs> you need to get the travel and escape channel. You I don't need have to watch. Cable. I don't have cable. Uh, we're going to watch it today when we finish this right. podcast. Yeah. And I'll show you. Anyway, so that was Ashley's story. Cool. Now Thanks, I Ashley. have. Now, Thanks, Ashley from Starbucks. Now is your time to shine. Chat. It is my yeah. time? No, oh, no, no. It's the, uh, the, the story, <laughs> the story name. Um, so this is an email that I got. The subject line of it was my flannel shirt wearing hero ghost story. So I didn't give anything away. And what are you? It was, I was talking about like. Um, yeah. What so what say? were you going to say about it? It's a Jack the lumber sexual ghost story. Why so. lumber sexual? Because it's a thing now. Like guys oh that wear those God. and they have beards. Oh, is it? Yeah. So like every lumber, hardcore show is lumber just sort of lumber sexual. Yeah, I, I can even show you some pictures. Of I I know you what know you're talking look. about. You know <laughs> I am one. Lumber, so. You're a lumber sexual. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the email says, lumber. "Hey Marie, I've recently subscribed to your podcast and I have been binge listening." You help make my days in my cube entertaining, and I've shared your info with my coworker so we can chat about each episode. I almost said chat. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it's nice you put that like. Um, what? It, it, yeah, I was gonna make a Come joke, on, but you I can do ruined it. it. That's yeah, fine. I ruined it. I totally ruined so it. So on to my story. <laughs> about ten years ago, uh, about ten years ago or so, but let's not get stuck on the details. I was single and living in a cute little one-bedroom apartment in Gilbert, Arizona. I've always been comfortable on my own, and I've never gotten a bad feeling about my cozy space, although I've always saged any new place to make sure someone else's vibes don't invade. Stinky sage. (laughs) I was leaving for work one morning. I just throw stuffing on the walls every every place I move into. I was leaving for work one morning (laughs) and was all dressed, purse and lunch bag in hand, and headed to the front door. Just as I reached for the door handle, out of the corner of my eye, I saw a red flannel shirt. 
like the kind from the 80s with large red, black, and gray squares. Think Paul Bunyan. Girl, I get it. It was a red flannel. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> His name was Chad. I'm and, totally kidding. And he was, he was uh, drinking an IPA. <laughs> <laughs> I got the immediate impression of, I need to tell you something, with arms reaching out towards me. I turned towards it right away and no one was there. I, was, I wasn't scared, but I was a little shaken up as I lived by myself, not counting my cats, but it was not them. I put my bags down and checked all over my apartment, under the bed, behind the shower curtain, all the normal hiding places, nobody. I'm not sure who it was or what they wanted to tell me. Maybe my grandpa or dad, who have both passed on and both used to wear those types of shirts, but I can't say for sure. I never saw anything else, but I like to think that someone was trying to stop me from leaving right then to prevent a car accident or something. Uh, thanks again for sharing your stories and encouraging others to share theirs too from Barb. Thanks, and Barb. I told Chad that I'm wow. always, I always think that like if I can't yeah. find my car keys, I'm like, oh, someone's trying to stop me from getting into an accident again. <laughs> I just I just get mad and like annoyed <laughs> with myself. <laughs> All right, so the next story that I have is, I got it on Twitter from um, uh, my friend from Ireland. So this is an- Hashtag Ireland. Hashtag- uh, I hate you. Ghost ghost story. (laughs) Her name is Zena. Zena Warrior Princess. You got it. So hi, Marie. (laughs) They say Ireland is one of the most haunted places in the world. I don't know about that, but I know we have the craziest folklore of banshees and ghosts and fairies. What's a banshee? I don't know. I feel like it's a type of ghost. Maybe like a poltergeist of some sort? It's a phantom. Something like that. Phantom. I grew up listening to all them stories, and I love hearing all sorts of stories from all around the world. I I thought I would share my story with you. So I always had a weird imagination when I was little. I had two older brothers who were already teenagers when I was little. I usually played alone and used my imagination to pretend I was certain places and could see certain people. I loved it. I always felt happy and I always felt safe. When I was older, we moved house and I had seen this little child wearing a tracksuit from the 70s on a really old bike. This little boy had seen me and gotten off of his bike, waved to me, and I heard him say hello in my head. I know, it's weird. And he disappeared right before my eyes. My dad used to leave me out Valentine's chocolates, and the night before Valentine's, uh, I used to always get up early and go down to get them and watch cartoons. I was sitting there eating my chocolates at like 6.30 in the morning, and the next minute, my brother breaks into the room, scares the crap out of me, and says to me that he got up to use the toilet and heard the television. As he looked down the stairs to establish if, if it was someone in the house, he then looked behind him and someone taller than him he's six foot two is looking down on him and he ran down to me he made me go back upstairs with him so i totally believe him when i was a teen i think i was totally depressed all the time most teenagers are Jeez, that's oppressive i think all the energy <laughs> made shit get worse oh, and i seemed to walk into rooms and shit used to break or people used to pick fights with me all the time I used to wake up and my bottle of water would be open and all over the floor and things would fall off of the walls. I like just had a <laughs> right? of her sleeping self just yeah. like thrown all know, over I her. <laughs> I started to go to mass and the activity died down a bit. 
I kind of stopped going around 17 or 18 and I moved out to go to college. That's when things started getting fucking out of control. I hear noises of stuff breaking and moving. Windows would open. I'd get these headaches and I would get visions of a really horrible old lady who would laugh at me and she was decomposing and all of her teeth would be showing and her hair (laughs) was like the hair of the little girl in The Exorcist. Oh, this is so I actually (laughs) felt like I was getting attacked and it really freaked me out. I would be shopping and it would happen. I'd be in the bath, in a lecture, out with friends. It didn't matter. I actually prayed one night out loud to get some relief from it. The next day, I was in a secondhand shop with my mom, but she wrote ma'am, because she's from Ireland. With her ma'am. With her ma'am. With her ma'am. I had seen seen this book called A Way of Psychic Protection. There was a chapter called Psychic Vampirism. Apparently, it's when spirits can latch onto you and take all of your energy. It was happening to me all of my life, only I didn't know about it. The book gave me the tools to seal myself off from all of that stuff, and I remained closed for a number number of years. I control when I'm open to spirits now, although occasionally I do have to kick something nasty out of the house and smudge it. I usually can get rid of anything that follows me, though. Nothing is welcome that is nasty in my house, and I have spirit guides that look after me. I talked to a medium and she told me I had abilities and that I helped spirits when I was a little girl and that my abilities came from my mother and her family. It's so weird that all of these imaginary friends that I had were actually spirits. I can still remember that it felt so real talking to these imaginary people. So much weird shit has happened to me over the years. I'm sure some of it is boring, but I just thought um, I would let you know. I love your show. My ma'am descends from women who used to palm read and do tarot cards and read tea leaves. <laughs> Me and my mom have seen weird things and I actually read tarot cards. Activity started picking up again in the house. I don't know if you want to know about it. Let me know and I'll send you a DM. Lots of love from Ireland. I do want to hear about it. Please send me more. That yeah, that was crazy story. Right? Like the decomposing thing, man. I was just like, this is super so depressing, creepy. Zena. Jeez. I know. <laughs> it would have been a lot more authentic too if you gave your best like Irish accent and told the whole story with her Irish accent while stopping and like putting your own commentary in, <laughs> like as Marie, and then go jumping back into right? the character. <laughs> that, oh, would been, that would have been great. But I didn't want to interrupt. No, it's fine. <laughs> I just realized there's another uh twitter message i have here and i don't know if i read it on my last episode or not so i'll just save it for my next episode so you um, just didn't even have to mention that right i'll delete it uh, <laughs> no i'll cut it out i just mean a dick yeah yeah um <laughs> anyways so i was actually gonna say something to you about, about before me. we start talking about the ufo story that you're gonna tell yeah you, okay, so on the demon episode that I had, mm-hmm. I talked about a girl that we went to school with that had a demon in her dorm room, and you were one of the people that helped us move all of her shit out of it. I don't think you? I moved anything. I came like the one you day, and, and my- it was just kind of like rolling my eyes the whole time. <laughs> 
The de- demon in the dorm room, though, that sounds like a scholastic, like... Well, now I know what book I have to write. <laughs> right? I'm gonna... Demon in the dorm room. Demon in the dorm room. <laughs> I'm totally gonna One write day. that. Yeah. One day. One day, she was playing with tarot cards. She was just a regular student. That's <laughs> so everything got Jeez. turned upside down. <laughs> everything was normal. And one day, it turned paranormal. <laughs> Demon in the dorm room. Demon in the dorm room. Maria Durandi's a caravan. Anyway, but you were there. You saw it. Yeah, like, I, didn't, I didn't see anything. Um, no, we didn't see anything happen, but you saw how scared she was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did. You at least believe that she believed it, right? I believe, yeah, I believe. Like, I don't think she was making it up. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, you know, all these things that, like, happen to people seem to happen in, in such frequency to all these people. You'd think it would happen to everybody, you know what I mean? You would think, yeah. but you were just here when a fucking ghost opened and closed my <laughs> cupboard, so... <laughs> I rigged that. I rigged that up. I have a little you piece did of dental floss. I have a little piece of floss. So uh, uh, opening, dental floss. <laughs> opening and closing. From my living room <laughs> <and> kitchen. <laughs> it's like 50 feet away. <laughs> 50 feet of dental No, floss. it's like 20. <laughs> 20 feet? No. Okay, tell us your UFO story. My UFO story. Well, what, uh, what happened was... Uh, we were going to do the UFO episode, then I guess you forgot. I did forget. Not UFO, but like aliens. Because yeah, we're back, to do back in college, you used to like. <laughs> I'd notice you'd be like up in the middle of the night, be like, why are you up? And you're like, aliens. I'm like, yeah. That, yeah. Aliens, yeah. So it makes yeah, sense. Clearly. Yeah. I've talked about this on my podcast before, <laughs> oh, okay. but like now I have somebody who can verify yeah, scared. the terror that and I, I went And I used through. to like look up pictures of like aliens and yeah. send them to you. And Julie, our other friend, <laughs> who I have also had a paranormal experience with oh, yeah? at her house, but Julie used to use the MacBook to like alter her face to make it look like she had an alien head and post them on my Facebook. Like and I fucking elongate the I found them the like it's like the Facebook memories. It okay. literally came up yesterday and I was so dying. Funny. I was like, what a dick. And you're not like scared like that anymore, right? No, I'm not. So you're not gonna have nightmares or No, no, this, no. Uh, I'm not that scared of it anymore. This I used to lake. I literally yeah. yeah, like I honestly could not fall asleep. <laughs> I was unable. Yeah to sleep you would be up at like 3 a.m 4 a.m and see me online and be like what are you doing and i'd be like i'm afraid of aliens (laughs) see it's real totally (laughs) and like i used to play the the x-files theme yeah you're a dick (laughs) (laughs) oh my god so funny so funny but i i I like aliens space is the place man and if if you guys can't see my shirt right now i have like a cat astronaut shirt on right now space is the place it's great space is the place space is neat uh but i don't really believe in aliens as as far as like coming to earth you don't i don't think so oh my god i think they're already here oh yeah yeah because some skinwalkers just yeah hell hell yeah weird 100 percent. so what are they doing what do you think they're doing research You laugh. <laughs> oh, man. oh man. Research. What do you think they're talking about? Like, this pizza's really good. This pizza stuff is this like. Pizza, we gotta bring this back. It's out of this world. We have to, yeah. They're like, I'm getting a job at Lugano's. I'm gonna learn how to make this exactly. That's and funny. then I'm gonna make it up there for all my pals. It's a plug. That's an unofficial sponsor, Lugano Pizza. Yeah. Brand Street, Burlington. That's Ontario. right. <laughs> this is not an ad. No. This is just. This is not an ad. We're just saying it's dope pizza. <laughs> 
Um, and and frequented by aliens unofficially. <laughs> yes. You guys don't <laughs> even know. Part of the research. What, a, what about like... You'll see. You'll see one day. I'm sure you talked about this on your UFO. And we stuff. did. You should have yeah. listened to it. Really <laughs> I should have actually. It. I was just like so upset. Okay. We, I was like Oh, crying. you were so bothered so about it? Bothered. No, oh my God. It such loose bothered. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> I... Um, Tom, we talked about Tom DeLonge on it a lot. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's and cool. we didn't realize that he left to start a like a yeah, he's got like this company. company. Yeah. But government officials have left their government high-ranking government to jobs to work for him, yeah. and that's why I believe yeah, super that neat. they are here already. I actually had a conversation with someone that that claimed to be like in the know about shit. Like, shut the fuck. He was up. like approached by someone. I know, and like, I don't believe that. He was like invested in real estate. I mean, it could happen. He was a real estate investor that. I guess, you know, through through the grapevine somehow became involved with these people. And then like I was like being a dick. Because you are, yeah. <laughs> but like in a fun way, like making jokes yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Talking about aliens and stuff. And he's he said he's never met any, but like I guess they're here. I I buy it, man. In, in I government, it. this and that. I don't I don't know, man. Also, me like, and my sister talked about how like it makes sense that I'm gonna get like abducted. I'm gonna walk out of your place and like some dude. Van I'm gonna telling pull you, up and like that's why they have never come to get me because I already believe. They yeah. already believe in me. Yeah, I mean, okay. I, they know well, they I don't already exist. believe. They don't exist, so don't abduct me. They're gonna come get uh, you. Um, <laughs> me and my sister were talking about how, as far as conspiracy theory goes, and I'm not saying that that I believe this. Sure. I'm saying. As a conspiracy theory, it's one of the least crazy ones I've heard. Yes. That 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 yeah. is plausible. Sure. That we're actually an we are actually an alien race. Oh, that's cool. They found a planet that could sustain life. Sure. They put us here to see what yep. would happen. I have a and that's what happened. And so, like a lot of the times, too, they talk about like things in the Bible or like mm. books of the like religious books and how. They're visited by like godly beings sure. and how similar it sounds so to they go, man? UFOs they coming go? here, they right? Go? Why aren't they here? I don't know. Why don't they want we like write books about that? They're like, still why aren't researching. They on the news? Like, still there, researching. there's more information about They them. are here though. Yeah, okay, but you okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, and like Donald Trump is starting a space uh, army. Space Force. Space Force. Da, da, da. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Star yes. wipe to Space Force. And you guys know how I feel about Donald Trump. So Do you do you get political on here? I don't get too political, but they know that I, I that's right. <laughs> but they know that I don't like him. That's right. so. that's well, I mean you're on the same page with the whole I wouldn't space be surprised thing. if he was an alien. <laughs> Is he? I wouldn't be surprised. Hmm? How did he become a billionaire? <laughs> He's a dumbass. You can, you can research that though. You can research that. I think it was like a lot of. I'm totally fucking with you. Go like inherent anyway. Um, Tell your story. Yeah, we got off the rails there. It's fine. Uh, Falcon Lake, Manitoba. This is sourced. This from... is Manitoba. I thought. You were, yeah. I thought it was Alberta. No, it's not. Falcon. Let's well, let's double check because I barely. <clears throat> Falcon Lake, Manitoba. Yeah. But in in what where was it Saint wherever. Oh, I got Peter? St. Peter? Was it in St. Peter? Or St. Paul, something Saint like Paul, that. St. Paul, I think. St. Paul, Alberta. Yeah. St. Paul, Alberta. And I don't they think have we a... told them that you're from Alberta. No, You no. live in Alberta. Well, I, I live in Calgary, Alberta. Um, St. Paul, wherever that is. I've never heard of it. Never been there. I have on car accident claims. Really? <laughs> yes. So St. Paul is far. Mm-hmm. 
far from Calgary. Yeah, it's like northeast of Edmonton. Okay. So in St. Paul, they have a UFO landing pad. It's the first thing that pops up on your Google Maps. That's crazy. Unofficial sponsor, Google Maps. <laughs> Jesus. They got a UFO, UFO landing pad in St. Paul because, of, I guess, I don't know, in the 60s, they thought it was cool. So they did that. They had some money to, okay. to build something, and that's what they chose to do. Okay. You know, tax, tax dollars at work. 100%. You know, just in case. Yeah, because they're already here. They're here. Oh. Well, that's what it was. Like, oh, my friends might want to visit, so let's build this landing pad that never gets used. Yeah. But I guess it's neat. I should go and check it out. Even in Vulcan, Alberta, they have like a, the HMS Enterprise. Come on. Yeah, and I guess they, they have like some kind of museum there. How close is that to Calgary? Vulcan? Uh, not far. It's like two Why hours, didn't you take me when, we, when I was there last time? I didn't realize you were a Star Trek fan. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. <laughs> or a Trekkie. Hashtag Trekkie. I'm fucking not. Hashtag Go on. Okay, the audio keeps cutting out or stop That's recording. That's fine. Not a big so deal. Back. Um, and so we're back. <laughs> Falcon, Falcon Lake, Alberta. Okay, this is pulled off of CBC Digital Archives at cbc.ca. Talking about uh, the Canada's, the headline is Falcon Lake, the Falcon Lake event, Canada's most famous UFO encounter. Okay. So, so Falcon Lake event. Canada's most famous UFO encounter that you've never heard of, Whoa. likely, because I'd never. Yeah, me neither. Not that I, like, research this stuff every day. There's probably some, like, UFO fanatic at home being like, what do you mean? Oh, yeah, he's pissed. I'm going to get You're going to get some mail about that. I'm going to get some <laughs> letters. <laughs> All right. So this is short but sweet. I'll, I'll try and do my best to read this and not mess up. it up. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. It's one of the most credible cases on file. Edward Baker of UFOlogy Research of Man Manitoba tells CBC host Harry Brown on May 20th, 1967. Stephen, sorry if I'm pronouncing this wrong, McCallick is prospecting near Falcon Lake, Manitoba, where he spots two glowing objects hovering ahead of him. One takes off and the other lands just 150 feet away. According to Michaelick, I, I pronounce it differently there. That's fine. <laughs> the silver craft is 35 feet in diameter and brilliantly lit. I'll just like every way of pronouncing it, I'll, I'll, I'll try. Fantastic. Maybe I'll hit one of them. Fantastic. He's, he's <laughs> close enough to touch the object when it suddenly lifts off, knocking him flat on his back. Following the encounter, Michaelic becomes very sick. I'm going with that. Michaelic. Michaelic? I don't know. That's what I guess. All right, let's Go do Michaelic. <laughs> <laughs> Over the next few weeks, he suffers from severe headaches, nausea, Weight loss, blackouts, and diarrhea. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yo, keep that to yourself. <laughs> um, okay, so... You need to know about the diarrhea. Yeah, yeah. You could have just... Uh, the, the headaches, nausea, weight loss, blackouts. Like... We're good. I'll assume you have... <laughs> <laughs> you have liquid poo coming out of you. <laughs> anyway. Oh, my God. Symptoms pointing to radiation burn. Wow. But doctors can't find anything wrong. Nine months later, he collapses and finds burn marks in a series of dots on his chest. Michaelic? Michaelic's doctor sends him to the, the Mayo Clinic for tests. The Hellman's Mayo Clinic for tests. It's not the Hellman's Mayo Clinic. Oh, God. <laughs> the Mayo Clinic for tests. Weeks later, when Mi Michaelic... Oh my God, Michaelic, Michaelic's doctor tries to find 
the results of the examination, the Mayo Clinic claims they have no such person on file. Oh. <laughs> oh, snap. Oh, shit. This is Told first, you they're here. This is our first they're time. They're working at every clinic. <laughs> one in every clinic. They're definitely running the Mayo Clinic. 100%. For sure. Continue. What makes the, the Michaela case so compelling, says Baker, is the detail and documentation he has to back up his experience. Despite, uh, despite being scrutinized... <laughs> <laughs> You make despite <laughs> despite being scrutinized by countless doctors, reputable scientists, the RCMP, the Royal Canadian Air Force, not um, not farce, <laughs> not not the Royal Canadian Air Force, but the force, force. Oh the God. Federal Department of Health and Welfare, and the Manitoba Department of Health and Welfare, no one has been able to prove or disprove Michaelic's extraordinary encounter. The Falcon Lake sighting remains one of the most credible cases in, U- in the world and is accepted as genuine by most UFO groups and investigators. Cool, baby. It's pretty crazy. So that was broadcast in 1983, I guess. Damn. Host was Harry Brown. And uh, there's a little did you know section on here. So to, to give uh, Michaela a little more credit, he has made no money from his fantastic encounter. Mm-hmm. He published a small booklet detailing his experience, but it failed to make a profit. Mm-hmm. He paid for all his medical expenses, but never received any explanation for his symptoms. He died in 1999. Rest in peace. One of the most famous claims of an alien abduction occurred in October 1957 in Brazil. In Brazil. A farmer was allegedly taken aboard a spacecraft where a beautiful female alien. (laughs) (laughs) I watched your face. Did they they need to like sexualize that? They could have just said female alien, you know? We already know. Or just an alien. Like, I mean, female and male, they're just aliens. We don't care. Yeah. Anyway, we're a beautiful female alien with large slanted eyes, gray skin, and high cheekbones had intercourse with him. Oh my. (laughs) See, this is what happened. And then the offspring are on Earth right now conducting research. But they just like threw it down there? Like, hell yeah, they did. Did they find like a host family, like Superman? Yes. 100%. Go on. His case gained notoriety due to the salacious nature of his abduction but also because of the consistent and clarity of his story. Nice. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. But that, that's pretty cool. This Mc, oh my God. I don't know why I'm having such a hard time. Michaela. It's pretty neat. Uh, what do you think? I believe him. You believe him? I do. The, just from... He hasn't made any story. money. Yeah, I know, but maybe he tried. He did try. He published that booklet. Just because no one wanted to buy it, you know. True, true. I don't know, <clears throat> but it's pretty neat. Yeah. Pretty neat. Um, I block a lot of it out too, so that I don't get scared again. Just kidding. So like you weren't listening. <laughs> no, I was. I was. I'm just <laughs> The Mayo Clinic. Oh my god, the Hellman's Mayo. Hellman's Mayo. All right. Jesus. I've got one more story, <laughs> and then I've got the hometown haunt. Hometown haunt. Hometown haunt. Hometown haunt. Okay, this is from Angie on Instagram. It says, uh, a quick haunted story from myself. So four years ago, we moved into this house when my daughter was three. Just before moving, she was just getting the hang of sleeping in her own bed all night. And we moved, when we moved, it all went to hell. She refused to even go in her room, let alone sleep in it. 
But at three, I thought she was just not, or she was, sorry, at three, I just thought she wasn't used to the new house and needed some adjustment time. Nope. One morning while masking uh, my, or while making my coffee, she poked her <laughs> little head, I know, she poked her little head up off the couch uh, where she would sleep at night and said, mommy, I don't like that girl. Myself responding, what girl? Where? She replies, the girl right behind you. She pulls my hair at night and wakes me up. That's why I can't sleep. She knows you'll get mad at her if she wakes me up. Oh. What the actual fuck? I had no <laughs> idea how to respond. Uh, I love your podcast. Forgot to mention that first. Stay spooky. <laughs> Stay spooky. That's my. That's how I end the podcast. Oh, nice. I was catching on. Hashtag stay spooky. That's right. <laughs> I love There's it. one other podcast who I found out says it at the end of theirs. And uh, I was like, I'm not going to get, I don't care. I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to be that person. Every, there's room for all of us here. I got started. <laughs> there's room for all of us. Okay. Stay spooky. So the hometown haunt was, drum roll please. Chicago, Illinois. Sha City. Sha City. <laughs> Can you say Sha City? Sha City. Yeah. Okay. Said it. Yeah, that's, uh, that's so my inner Kanye. This is a real <laughs> short. Yeah, I'm going to uh, let you finish. But like, Sha City. Is the best city of all time. <laughs> of all time. <laughs> came up with the best wind of all time. Also, I'm pretty pissed that my little black cat is sitting beside you because he never wants to hang out with me ever. Hankle. He loves boys. Sure, Hank. He loves them. King Hank, repping Shaw City. My little boy. <laughs> all right. So, Chicago, thank you, first of all, for listening to me so much. I adore you. I want to come and see the bean. And <laughs> I just want to flip go. the bean? I want to flip the bean. <laughs> so, I'm going to tell the story of what is called Excalibur. Excalibur. So I'm pretty sure that Excalibur. it's a nightclub now. Oh, okay. But it used to be the Chicago Historical Society building. And it has a long reputation of being one of the most haunted buildings in the city. For decades, employees claim to have witnessed a wide variety of supernatural activity, dozens of candles being relit or extinguished, mm. wine taps turning on by themselves, bottles suddenly breaking, and even apparitions of a man in a tuxedo a woman in red, and a little girl. Visitors have reportedly heard children crying, described feeling a heavy energy, and have difficulty breathing when in the dome room, the building's paranormal hotspot. An episode of Ghost Adventures was filmed there, and one of the cast members even felt that he had been pushed down the stairs by an unseen force. There have been plenty of rumors surrounding the source of the paranormal activity, the most common one being that the building was used as a temporary morgue after the Eastland disaster. Um, but those are either false or very difficult to prove simply because they predate the Chicago fire, which burned down the original building and everyone who took inside of the fireproof building and then a fireproof it had, it was in quotations. Oh, who now supposedly haunt the place. That contract. Well, that, I, that company probably went under. 100%. Like John's fireproof. I'm going to say that they're from the Chicago fire. Because I read another article that said <laughs> that it was not used as a morgue. And that that was like a false. Like it. it was false. Okay. It was never so used as a morgue. So this bullshit. You just totally discredited the story. No, I didn't. I'm joking. I'm I did joking. not. Joking. You're so where's rude. This, where's this story from? By the way. I'm just curious. 
What do you mean? Oh, what are like, where, where are you reading from? this off of? Yeah, I found it on. One second. Because you don't want to get sued. No, I know. I usually do give credit all to the money, other time. All the money you make on this podcast. All, I make zero dollars. <laughs> I got it off of Thrillist.com. Thrillist. Chef so City. I think it's like a listicle. Like a list. A list. Listicle. Um, <laughs> a listicle website. Cool. But anyways, yep. so there was that. Sorry for nothing. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, so what happened? That was oh. it? That was it. Oh. That's it. Oh, I thought there was like a story. No. Okay, this building's haunted. It was. People got pushed down the stairs. People see a man in a tuxedo, a lady in red, and a little girl. Okay. Cool. I thought we were getting a specific hometown haunt story. We're just, we're just wondering. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't... Do I didn't, your research I didn't mean before to, you come on a I show. Got, I guess My I should God. have listened to this, this show. Uh, <laughs> Actually, I did listen to it a couple times. But I guess you didn't like it because you've only listened to it a couple times. I listen to other podcasts, you know? Which ones do you listen to? Um, Just like a lot of stand-up comedian podcasts. Yeah. I like I like Goofy. Your name is Chad, so that I mean, fits. What, um, you, Chad's what do you wood. Mean? What Chad's do you mean? wood. You know what a Chad I don't know, is. I don't know what you mean. Thank you so much for listening <laughs> to Paranormal this week, <laughs> my friends. We did it. That was fun. That don't week. forget to rate, review, subscribe. You are. Get me up those charts. Yeah. And. Tell, tell Marie how, how awesome I was as a guest today. You were mediocre at best. Was I? No, I'm just joking. Just I being a dick. Right. It's my first time. I, I popped my, my podcast You're right. today. You're right. Um, and if you have a paranormal story that you want to tell me, you can email me at adorantym at gmail.com or you can follow me on Instagram or Twitter. It's at Splendora underscore. And you can send me a DM. Slide right in there. Woo. And I will read your stories. And if you're an alien living amongst humans. Let uh, me know. <laughs> we'll, we'll hang out. We'll man. hang out. We'll get some coffee. Maybe yeah. some espresso. Espresso. <laughs> we can we can hit up Lugano Pizza. Like, yes. You know. Yes. You know already. And that's it. <laughs> Thanks to everyone who wrote their stories in. And stay spooky. spooky. Bye.